My name is Taylor. I cut my boyfriend's head off. Shabusiness. Shabusiness roll call. Tonight on the Failure to Stop podcast channel, True Crime Tuesday. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Show business, show business, show business roll call. My name is Taylor. I cut my boyfriend's head off. Good evening, everybody. I'm not, uh, listen, I'm not proud of myself for the way I act on these intros. Tonight's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack and officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. Officerprivacy forward slash Wolfpack. Uh, Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until you've had that critical incident and all your information is out there. If you've got a brother-in-law, if you've got a son or a daughter, a daughter-in-law, that's a gift that they'll never buy themselves. Nobody wants to buy a life insurance policy. Nobody wants to do that. But if somebody buys it for you, hey, it's a great peace of mind for everybody. Buy them officer privacy. Get their address wiped off the interwebs. Get where they go to church wiped off the interwebs before it's too late. Political season is upon us. That means the hatred for police is going to be something we've never seen before. I have a feeling that this particular election season is going to be the worst. People are going to hate those cops. Get you some officer privacy right now at officerprivacy.com forward slash Wolfpack. Also, if you have a hard time sleeping after one of these horrific crime stories, I don't know. This one seems a little bit more over the top. Somebody might lose their heads and their penis, penises, penis. I don't know. Uh, I just know this is going to be a horrific case, but you know how I can sleep afterwards? It's because I have a ghost bed, baby, and I have a ghost bed pillow. Tomorrow, I will be in Chapel Hill, hopefully with the best meeting ever. On Wednesday, my kids will be skateboarding with 10 pool, I think, at 1 o'clock-ish. At Tim Pool's compound. And then on this weekend, I will be in Florida visiting uh, the uh, anti-hero podcast, conservative and Anthony Ramondi. We're actually going to go tour the ghost bed facility. All of those things. Do you know how I do that? It's not because I'm a superman. I am. But that's not how I can do all these things. I do it and keep saying because I travel with my ghost bed pillow. Some people are like, man, $100 for a pillow. If you use the promo code Wolfpack, that's 40% off, baby. What you talking about? I travel with my cooling sheets and my bed topper. And I put the cooling sheets down on top of the hotel bed. I put my ghost bed topper on top of me and I use my ghost bed pillow. And it's like I never left my house. That's how I do it. Head over to ghostbed.com forward slash, I know promo code Wolfpack or forward slash Wolfpack. I don't think they care. You can do whatever you want over there. Uh, Tonight's case, Black Widow with none other than the drama from down Onda. That's me from Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Rama, what's up, girl? I'm good. How are you doing? Are you one of those girls that's like, don't call me girl, it's ma'am? Is that one of It's ma'am. Of <laughs> Did, yeah. Were you that when you were a cop? You Were you the type that were like, it's officer Jay Rama? <laughs> if they were like, no. <laughs> they're like, oh, excuse me, Mr. Rama. And you're like, it's officer Jay Rama. <laughs> Is that you? Were you that type? No, not not really. No, I was pretty laid back. But people would call me Debbie a lot because they would hear deputy as Debbie. And I I don't know. (laughs) So I got that all the time. Now, did the guys that you worked with, did they use you? (laughs) In what way? (laughs) Yes and no. (laughs) You know, you go to that domestic violence and you're like, hey, listen, can I get a female check in? And you're like, why? Are there girls involved? And you're like, sure. But because like women are always better at diffusing that shit than men. <laughs> I don't know. I had a short temper, so probably not. I probably uh, wasn't the girl to you call. You didn't put up with shit, did you? No. Damn. No. Come on, Debbie. To... <laughs> Come on, old Debbie. Play the old play Debbie. <laughs> Damn old Debbie it. drama. <laughs> oh, here comes Debbie drama. Coming. You gonna take? You gonna take my wife to jail? <laughs> I love her. But I love oh. her. Listen, the Black Widow. What now? What is this? The Shad Thyron case? I thought this bitch's name was. Um, 
Uh, Taylor Shabiznis. So Shad's her victim. Okay. Taylor Shabiznis is Ooh. is the uh, the black Shad. widow. Yeah. Shad is the Chad. <laughs> if you guys are tuning in for the first time, this is True Crime Tuesday. We do true crime just a little bit different. We do it for cops uh, who don't want to hear the uh, pussier version, the uh, wimpy version of true crime. This is like real like, cop true crime. Yeah, no water down. Like we're all cops here. We're all adults. You know, we know the shabiznis. <laughs> well, I think Speaking. it's important too to like when you're talking about these cases, you have to say what happened because if you don't say it frankly yeah you might not understand how truly disgusting a lot of people are you might not know what to look out for so i think it's happened was (laughs) you ready to get down to show business i've got i've got some jokes tonight it's gonna be one of those yeah (laughs) this is dirty show business that we're talking (laughs) So our story tonight starts on, wait, this is a newer one. I've been doing all the old ones, but I, I picked a new one. Okay. Our story starts on uh, February 23rd, two, 2022. So oh, last damn. Year. Mm-hmm. Whoa, so we went from the 1970s straight into the 2020s. Yep. Ooh, we went from the 1900s yes. to the 2000s. Perfect. The damn, 2000s. That, this happened that recently? <laughs> Yeah. I saw which, the picture you put on your new Instagram with the J Rama True Crime with J Rama. Failure mm-hmm. to stop true crime J Rama Instagram page. Love it, by the way. Love it, love it. <laughs> uh that bitch looks like she's got a mullet. Is she got <laughs> a mullet? No, I think I think it's the way she's got her hair done, but yeah, she's got like a just okay. She looks like she's got a thick neck in that. Like she's, you know. She's yeah, because in one picture she almost looked hot. Yeah, she did look like good. Like I was in that down world. for some shabazzness, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then in the other picture, I was like, "Oh, that's that's a little trailer park trash." Yeah, no, for me, no. I don't do trailer the filters. Park trash. I don't do trailer park. I do every kind of other trash, but not trailer park. Trash. <laughs> well, this trash, um, the night of February 23rd, 2022, um, the home of Shad, our victim, police, uh, Green Bay police, get called to his home. Um, when his mother reported finding a head in a bucket in their basement. We're just going to go so, there right off the bat? Like you're not well, going to yeah. into it? Not going to like lead into it? Just going right for a fucking head in the bucket? We're going to go, we're going to go right to the head in the bucket. And because can you imagine getting this, you know, you get crazy calls all the time from crazy people and it's like three in the morning when this call comes in. So these officers are going to this house probably thinking like, yeah, right. Okay. Somebody's like. Yeah, I mean, mind. three o'clock, that's like right when you've kind of hit the witching hour. The witching hour is mm-hmm. kind of over. Now, what, what day of the week is this? Do you know? Is this like a Monday, Tuesday? Is this a weekend? I, wa- I don't quite remember, but I want to say it's probably, I think it's a weekday. Okay, so like it's not three sure. o'clock for the civi- civilians out there. Three o'clock in the morning is like when you've snaked through the witching hour and you don't have a shift ender case. That's three o'clock is when you start sliding into the Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Get that little <laughs> cup of Joe. Get you that apple cinnamon filled donut. And you just, just hide it for the out. rest of the shift. Yeah. Just hide it out for the rest of the shift. So now you get called to this three o'clock in the morning shit and somebody's fucking head is in the basket. Now, do you know if dispatch put it out that the head was in the basket or was that you think in the call notes? Uh I'm not sure. You know, I think if I was a dispatcher, I would want to say there's a head in the bucket. So I, I want to. And I feel like if I hear that way. come out on the radio, everybody's going. Yeah. Well, that's I've the thing. I've been to a few headless calls and I, I like anytime I heard a headless call come out, uh, which about four in my career uh, of, of a headless person found, I, I went immediately. Doesn't matter what part of the city I was in. I'm like, dude, I got to see this. Fuck yeah. You want to see that? Head. Gotta yeah. go. <laughs> gotta go see it. So the two officers that show up, it, it, like you were saying, you'd think everybody would want to come, but just two officers show up and they meet with um, Shad's mother and I believe stepfather who was in the home. And they're explaining they were woken by uh, the storm door shutting. They had like a side door and like the, you know, the screen door, basically. They awoke, they awoke to it slamming shut. Okay. She got up, she went downstairs to check, and for whatever reason, at the bottom of the stairs in the basement, she notices that there's like the bucket 
and there's a blanket on top of the bucket. She picks up the blanket. She looks in and she sees what she believed to be a head. So she Does calls. she know it's her son's head at this point? Well, when I was watching the body cam, they seemed pretty calm. So I'm, I'm sure they were in shock. I don't think they really realized what was going on. Oh. Um, probably in disbelief, you know. Right, what like did maybe I just it's not leave? a real head. Like maybe it's yeah. not real. Exactly. Oof. So the officers go downstairs to check and lo and behold, it was in fact a head in a bucket. Oh, so later, obviously identified as Shad. So they go back up to speak to his mother and she lets them know that Shad had a friend over that night by the name of Taylor Shabusiness. <laughs> None of your Shabusiness, so, but yeah. thanks for asking. <laughs> so they do a, a sweep of the house. They check everything. Uh, but they just have a head. They've got a blood-soaked mattress and a head. They have nothing else. So, no body? No. Huh. So they get a warrant. They go to Shabusiness's apartment. And when they're pulling up, she just happens to be walking out. They arrest her. And while they're arresting her, they notice that she has blood all over her hands. She's got a cut on her thumb. And she's got blood all over her sweatsuit that she's wearing so they arrest her now have you have you been to a crime scene like this before when you were a cop i have been i went to one where a woman um freaked out on her husband and stabbed him repeatedly in the neck and eventually i guess decapitated him so i have been to something similar yeah, that. I mean, it's like whenever you see somebody that like just murdered somebody in that kind of way and they're covered in blood, like it's always like a weird, awkward, like, hey, uh, it's like you almost <laughs> forget how to talk. You know what I mean? You're like, how are you doing tonight? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really hard to yeah. have like a real conversation like, hey, how did you get that blood all over you? You know, you're just kind of like, so? Yeah. Doing okay. <laughs> how are we doing tonight? You know, do we take any medications yep. or what? And they're usually very cooperative, just like Taylor was very cooperative. She didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, she did not resist. And they took her right to the um, Green Bay Police Department for interviews. Oh. So God. before we jump into her confession and her detailing the crimes, okay. um, I'm going to do a little bit of background on her because okay. it's a little, you know, it's a meth head story. Oh. So. When she was young, she lost her mother at age 11. Um, And then she also lost one of her brothers. So her father was raising her and he remarried, but (laughs) is still now actually serving a prison sentence for molesting that second wife's 13-year-old daughter. Oh my God. So this is the kind of household that she's in. Um, She's into drugs and everything. She didn't have a she, chance. Yeah. She gets married to a guy who's like a meth dealer. And she has a kid. It's just, this, you know, that typical story. Hometown, you get into drugs, all that good stuff. They're running around doing crazy stuff. She was arrested in 2020 for possession of, of meth and resisting an officer with violence. And then she was she was put on three years probation for that, and then a year later she um, she got a fleeing and eluding charge with more possession of meth. Um, she got out of jail. She was put on more probation, um, <laughs> which obviously did not stick. So a month goes by, and she's hanging out with Shad. Shad is her high school friend she dated him for a little bit and they'd remain friends since high school they graduated in 2016 um shad was her like she described him as her homie they would do drugs together hang out that kind of stuff um also she was uh the guy that she was married to was also in prison for possession with intent to distribute so Matt. Shad, Shad, do I sound muffled to anybody else in the chats? Uh, somebody said I, I sounded muffled. Um, if I do, I apologize. I just turned up the <laughs> volume on this microphone. Hopefully that works a little bit better. But uh, Shad, is he? Uh, so you said like I mean like is he a meth head too? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, they're all in, like, He didn't really have a good head on his shoulders to begin with. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Damn, that was a good one. It felt bad coming out. It felt bad coming out. That was out. a good I felt, one. I felt bad. For all the uh, <laughs> people suffering from addiction out there, I, I listen, I take it seriously. My apologies. Just dark humor, man. I'm sorry. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. Mm. So it's, you know, you got to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, so uh, the night of Shad's demise, or actually the day before, um, Shad and Taylor are hanging out. They go to a mutual friend's house and they smoke meth with this mm. friend. Mm. Yeah. So they're smoking meth. They're hanging out. They're doing their thing. They go back to Shad's house. Now, this is the day of the 22nd of February. Um, and all of this information I got from <laughs> watching her interrogation and also some of the court proceedings in the case. And if you have the time and you're interested in it, I recommend listening to her interrogation because this person is Do very we have some <laughs> we have some clips from it don't we for tonight were we able to get some clips from that interrogation tonight dead like our producer maybe not no sir uh is there none in there under the uh the brand I thought... no, i've only got pictures oh okay all right all right I thought I had some put in there from earlier. I guess we did not. I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, I would like to hear the uh, the interrogation on that one. Yeah, it's it's all available. She was questioned like three times, three different times, and um, it's she stays consistent with her story, and she's very cold, very detailed. It's it's actually very uh, it's fascinating to watch. Because Listen, can we, you, you've sent me some timestamps. I'm going to put those yes. timestamps in the private chat. And while you're telling this story, Deadlock, if you can pull that up on YouTube, we'll play some of those clips. We're able to play that, correct? We should be able Through to. Here? Or I can rip it real quick. You can rip it really quick. Um, go ahead and talk. And then at the end of the show or towards the end of the show, we'll start playing some of these, uh, these audio recordings for you yes. guys out there. By the way, we do have a, a, a full live chat tonight. We appreciate everybody being there. Being before the veil. New member up in the chats. Good to see you. Joseph Kazik. New up in the chats-ish. Uh, Deadleg Media. Drew Breezy. Ben Allen. K Nemo. Uh, and that's as far as I'm going to get there. Marines Blood Blast. Thank you guys so much uh, for being in the live chat. And a lot of paid members in here tonight. So we appreciate the paid members, super chats, all the things. Appreciate it. I'll go ahead and put those in the private chats. And we'll have you guys some audio <laughs> by the end of the show. Stick around. So as the police are asking her questions she's telling them that she kind of doesn't remember all of it because she was high on meth she was blacking out but the story that she does give starts on the 22nd in like the middle of the day and her and shad are smoking more meth now they're at shad's house they've gone from scott's house where they got their initial smoke session in they go to Shad's house, they're in the basement. And Shad and Taylor have an on and off, like kind of like a fling thing, like a booty call type of a deal. Okay. Like friends and, with benefits? Yeah, kind of. It, it's on and off. Like sh okay. she's married, but he's in prison type of a thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so as they're hanging out, it starts to get a little handsy. Oh, of course. And now, listen. Do you think not to like not to keep interrupting you, but I, yeah, I have yeah. to keep interrupting you? Do you think it's possible? I've had this debate with other women. Do you think it's possible for a dude to go over to a girl's house to just kind of hang out? Is that a thing? You know, I think it is possible, but there's always going to be that thought in the back of your mind. I think if the dude's gay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like, think you're I don't safe know. with like, that. I, th I feel like you spend enough time alone with a girl, a dude and a girl, <laughs> that shit's going to lead to some shit, right? Well, from a, a woman's perspective, yeah, I don't, I don't hang out with, you know, I don't do that just because there's always right. that chance that it could get weird really fast and you have to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're just friends. But We're just friends. He yeah. was like, oh man, but you put on that negligee and... <laughs> <laughs> and all those candles and <laughs> we're just hanging out 
I just oh, want to sorry. Watch I, I, I totally I, I misread all of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they're down in the basement getting handsy, high on meth. And oh, that's the best Shad, time to get handsy. <laughs> Shad whips out a couple of uh, like dog collar, like chains, Ooh, dog collar. Yes, dude, let's go. So, <laughs> um, according to Taylor, they are wrapping them around each other's necks and they get on the bed. Shad is laying face down on the bed and she's. From what she says, she was riding him like a donkey, is what she told the investigators. <laughs> and she reaches down to wrap the chain around because they're doing, uh, I forget what it's called, but where you choke each other out, pretty much. Yeah, auto, audio erotic asphyxiation. Yeah, yeah. I do it all the time. So, <laughs> so they're, doing, they're doing that, and... <laughs> Taylor starts to pull and wrap the chain around. She takes, there's two like links on the end of these, of this chain where I'm assuming you could like hook a leash to or something like that. She takes one of the loops and sticks it through the other one so that she pulls it with just the one and tightens it up on his neck. Now I'll get remind, reminding you that she is high on meth at this point. And she tells investigators that she just starts to pull and she keeps pulling and pulling and pulling. She's like, I just kept doing it because it felt good and I liked it. And she's looking down at him and she can see his face turning purple. He's trying to get the the chain off from his neck, but she's overpowering him because of the position that she's in. You know, she's sitting on top of him. He's not a big guy. Right. Um, they're probably about the same right, size. Like, meth heads are always like pretty dainty. Yeah, she said that she didn't. She was like every couple months she'd do meth. Okay. She wasn't like a. She was like a casual. How much is recreational. Shad, Like how much is is Shad a recreational meth meth head? Yeah, I, I, there wasn't a lot of information on that, but I mean, he's in the circle, so he's using meth I on mean, a regular basis. Is there such thing as recreational meth? <laughs> I, I mean, know. there's no medicinal meth, so I think I it's know. all recreational. Okay. Fair point. <laughs> Unless you're like in the 1900s, then I guess meth is medicinal, <laughs> cocaine. But <laughs> yeah, recreational meth. It's not Be- being before the veil says recreational meth is is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like technical <laughs> dude who's also recovering uh, says no tansy. There's no such thing as recreational meth. <laughs> mm. No, listen, I, I mean, I'm, dude, I'm just curious, um, you know, is that a meth thing that makes you want to? Because I remember Florida had the problem with, I guess it was maybe the, the PCP mixture that was making people like the bath salts thing where they were like, you know, a couple of people wanted to bite some faces off. I mean, is that just like bad meth that makes you do that? Or is, I guess, I mean, call me dumb or a novice, but like, is there like maybe like a bad trip that you can have on meth or something? Is that, is that a thing? I mean, I've dealt with a lot of uh, drug users, obviously, and there is definitely a difference between... I mean, it's all terrible, but I feel like there is a difference between someone who just smokes, like, run-of-the-mill meth and then people that do, like, flaca or PCP or whatever, bath salts. I mean, it's... Somebody says in the chat, he says, no, but bet butt sex is a thing we would fuck all night and all day it was very interesting jesus <laughs> I, you well, know i mean maybe that's why it's the the drug of the gays dude gays love some crystal meth there is butt sex in this story so it uh, oh, checks good. out well, too. let's yeah. go let's get to it <laughs> so uh back to our girl taylor she's choking out shad yeah. um he's fighting for his life and she's just going and going because she's in- enjoying what's happening to shad i mean she's like real sick in the head so she says that he starts um coughing up blood and just taking she said he took a really long time to pass away like four to five minutes which is pretty pretty accurate for a strangulation yeah so when she realizes that he's finally deceased she decides that she wants to spend a little time with shad 
Okay. So she rolls him over and she's okay. she's telling investigators that she's cuddling him, that she's performing oral sex on him, and just doing all kinds of stuff like that to him. While she well, she says she was just in her words, sucking him. Okay, so, so like maybe like a spinal thing that gives him a hard boner, maybe? Because I'm going to yeah, say I that, I mean, I'm probably not going to be so hard after you choke me to death. A lot yeah, of things sure get me hard. Choking to death isn't one of them, I don't think. <laughs> I would not know the mechanics behind uh, a choking-induced boner. I don't know how that works you ever, you ever been choked a little bit you ever you ever like uh dabble in the choking uh no that scares me no. yeah me too yeah, me i don't too. trust definitely anybody haven't, <laughs> definitely haven't anybody. had a belt around my neck before while she mm-hmm. that wasn't me i haven't done that yet i've got um, your audio pulled whenever you're ready um I really yeah sure you. great um yeah no I've, I've never really been in the choking thing and i don't know if i could be with a girl that wanted to be choked because i wouldn't be able to perform that comfortably wouldn't you be scared you'd go, like catch a charge or something if she wanted to like, oh, actually, yeah, I didn't want maybe. that. Yeah. yeah, maybe. But I mean, I also just kind of feel like, I don't mean, I, listen, like murder is just not my kink. What if you pull a tailor and like accidentally kill someone? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Accidentally. I, mean, like, I don't kink shame. Like you want to get choked. I mean, go for it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not my, I don't know. It's just not my thing, I guess. Well, it was their thing. And they, uh took it she took it way too far so she's she's um having sex with him uh post death okay um she's cuddling with him she says that she does this for probably about like two-ish hours hanging out with him so basically so, it was a ghost bed yeah a real life ghost bed <laughs> so she after she's done with that she decides that she's going to pull a bucket and an empty, um, you know, those totes, like the storage totes. Yeah. She finds one of those in the basement. She finds a bucket. She pulls it over to the bed. She pulls him to the end of the bed to where his head is hanging off the bed. Yeah. She grabs a, a bread knife from the kitchen. And she proceeds to decapitate Shad in his basement. Now, she was mindful enough to put this tote under his head yeah catch the blood and she takes his head puts it in a bucket lets him kind of drain out a little bit she takes the tote dumps it in the shower there's like a shower down there with a drain in the floor she dumps the, all of the stuff out she comes back now this i mean i it's not easy to decapitate someone like especially with a bread knife, a serrated bread knife. You yeah, have to really like look at it. When she choked him, it probably broke all of that shit in here. And she probably just followed that line. That's possible. That's a good point. Which Maybe. would make it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd have to jerk that spine back and forth, but if you could find the vertebrae and just cut between it, I mean, it wouldn't be any different than, you know, cutting off like the head of a deer. Yeah, that's a good point. And she's, uh, she says that she's like high still or yeah. coming out of it. And she would, she would nod out, come to, and just keep going. She's Whoa. describing, describing this like maniacal, like total mania, just coming in and out of consciousness. And dis- she continues to dismember him. So not only did she strangle him and decapitate him, um, assault him. And now she's taking other knives from his own kitchen and she's slowly and methodically taking off his limbs. She takes out his organs and she is, this takes her all day. And this is in an open basement with his mother home. And she says at at one point while she's dismembering him, his mother comes downstairs with a cat. I guess she was putting the cat downstairs and just didn't notice what was going on. I mean, the mom was probably like, I hear some weird shit going on down here and I don't want to know what's going on. You yeah, I saying? mean, she's 
probably used to him having friends over and, and doing stuff all hours of the day and yeah, night. Yeah, dude. And parental, Aaron, parental illness, dude. When you let your kids do meth in the fucking basement, sometimes they get their shit cut off. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she's doing this, um, like I said, very methodically, and she's finding bags, um, backpacks, grocery bags, totes, things like that, and she's placing these body parts in these different um, containers. And her plan was to take them all home with her. I'm not sure what she was going to do with them once she got them back to the house. But she was um, very upfront with investigators when she was describing what organs went into what bags um, where those bags were located. Uh, she was very like callous when she was talking about how, yeah, I like the detective was saying, can you show me on the, my arm where you uh, dismember, like where you cut his arm off? And she was just like, uh, maybe like right here. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. And she's like <sighs> giggling and laughing. And she says that at one point um, when she was, uh, assaulting him that she was she found a dildo that she was using on him and she was saying that he would like that she's saying yeah he liked it when i was choking him out he would have liked it if i did this and that i liked it and just really nasty shit like i said you can we can listen to it after um whenever but it's it's very Weird. Yeah, do you want to go and play it now? I mean, is it queued up? You want to you want to play play some of this dead leg? Let's see if we can get this to play and we can hear it. Dead or roll for chain or underwear or anything. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that I I I shoved a dildo in ass and mouth. In the past or just recently? When he was there, when he was on the bed, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you said you smoked some ice. Wow, she said I just stuck it in his ass. We were like laying on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the mom's name? Yes. Damn the head. Damn. Yeah, I can't believe I let that go. Damn. Where's the body? The body there. But, but when did you start, you know, cutting up his body? Wow, I'm like almost right away. I was sucking and cutting at the same time. Okay. But what about the rest of his body parts? Did that take all day? Did you? I was getting pissed off at the dismemberment process. What did she say? I was She's sucking and off. cutting. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what she, she said. I, I was think she said sucking she was, and cutting? Yeah, so she goes on a little bit, uh, a little bit more later. Like I said, the whole thing's about. They did like a compilation video, um, and they played it in court. But it was it's about an hour and twenty four minutes. The whole all three interviews that they play, and she would she said that she would like I said she'd nod out, she'd wake up, she'd cut, or she was like she said sucking and cutting. So she would be performing oral sex on him while she's cutting pieces of him apart i, I, I mean this oh this girl is dude, beyond crazy what a freak total freak total freak yeah. so um super freaking <laughs> um somebody says talking about sucking the life out of someone yeah you're not joking <laughs> um so now did she did she cut the penis off I don't, she just, I don't, she never specifically says that she cut his penis off, but there is a picture. Um, I don't know if you're going to be able to figure out which one it is, but some of the, when she was dismembering them and putting them in bags, right? Yeah, put these pictures like up. I, I want to see these pictures. Her plan, her initial plan was to uh, take them home with her, but right. she, okay, this one, she, she got lazy halfway through because it was too much work and she says she got paranoid. Do you see 
right above that guy's fingers, that red-ish yeah. fluid. Okay, that is Shad's thigh with his shorts on. Oh, And that red shit. is his blood. Yeah. Whoa, no shit. That was in her van. That was some of the parts that she took. Um, I don't remember everything she took with her, but she left most of it back in the uh, the basement. And this, so this is, is yeah, this basement. is the basement from the bottom of the stairs. It's kind of what I imagine Jonathan Bates from Com Center's basement to look like. <laughs> um, and those are some of that's like oh, a that looks like an old potato peeler knife. or something. Yeah, that's not even like yeah, that's the chain. Now that thing will fuck no. that that. That kind of chain right there will break your windpipe. That'll do some. That'll do some real damage on your neck. I mean, she sure. said he was coughing up blood. There's the bread. There's oh, the yeah. um, bread knife. That she would used be extremely it. difficult to saw somebody's head off with. Like that's a very tiny bread knife. That's like the size of a steak knife. Yeah, it's uh, not see, that she's big. She's a little cute there. I think that was probably from one of her previous arrests when she was right. like had meth and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Her nose is and a little bit skinny. Wow, victim. he looks like uh, our producer Elijah. Oh uh, boy, <laughs> Deadleg, could you get a picture of Elijah for the end of the show and put those two together? I would love to see those next to yep. each other. Give me a minute. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, he also has a show called Getting a Grip on Things. That's on the same network as we are. So if you guys are interested in weird, strange podcasts like that, Getting a Grip on Things, actually very entertaining. Those those two guys are pretty fucked up. Um, in a good way though. Like it, it, it makes you feel good. It's 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 good comedy. It's good, clean-ish comedy, clean-ish <laughs> comedy. Uh, a lot cleaner than what we do on Monday nights here on this channel. So, do we have a picture of the bucket? Chance, you should have a picture of the bucket. Let's see a picture of this bucket. Uh, so it's, it's like a five-gallon paint bucket, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it's yeah, like a black. Again. No, it's okay. Um, wow, dude, that is that hurts my appetite. But you know what doesn't dull my appetite? Factor meals. Right now, factor. Meals, you can try a seven-day free trial with Factor Meals. Go to factormeals.com. Use the promo code WOLFPACK50. Stop eating like a peasant. First responder in your little uh, squad rooms, in your squad base, in your firehouses, in your EMS houses. Start eating like a real man. This is meal prep to the next level. I'm looking at some shrimp and steak right now. Big old giant cob salad with some pulled pork. Big old grilled chicken breast. These are meals made by chefs delivered to your door, super fresh and not frozen in these little trays that uh, have the like the little almost like a to-go package. And you take those to work and you throw them in your microwave for two minutes. There's over 300 meal options here. You can do calorie conscious. You can do protein heavy, vegan or vegetarian. You can dabble in all sorts of different styles of meals. You can do the uh, gluten freeze, all the things. But this is meal prep. You can you can prep these meals to come seven days a week or like once a week for seven days, once a week for five days. You can pick your meal plan that fits you so that you're not having to pack lunches all week long uh, and go to the grocery store. And I don't know how they compete as well as they do with grocery store prices, but the amount of time and energy you take to go to the grocery, cook the shrimp, cook the steak, cook all these different meals and prep it all out. Uh, these meals can come fresh, delivered right to your door. And they come in this beautiful box that has like a freezer dried ice at the bottom. And so you just open it up and you take them straight into your refrigerator, fresh and never frozen. Go to factormeals.com, promo code WOLFPACK50, and start meal prepping like a real man or woman today. No more of those PB&Js, that spam and bologna, all that bullshit, you know, the fucking six-day-old spaghetti and the... Pyrex dish. All right, let's see this picture. This is the victim, uh, Shad Thyron, and here's our producer, Elijah. Right? Oh my God. Dude. Oh my Man. God. That's scary. right. Let's put those two pictures up. Can we get those on the true crime J Rama Instagram? Yes. We'll put that <laughs> yeah, up for our, for our listeners. Me. Please do that. that would be I great. haven't even met him yet, so I feel kind of bad, but that's. That's scary. Uh, they look a lot alike. Yeah, and he's an asshole too. So fits it perfectly. <laughs> we love him, but he's an asshole. Uh, he takes after his dad, Mike the Cop. <laughs> all jokes. All oh. jokes. Um, so, all right. So what? So what happens with this? Like, it, 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 
I mean, does it just stop there, hopefully? So our girl, uh, when she's satisfied, she's divvied up all of his parts. She's telling investigators kind of where to find it. She tells them, have fun finding all the organs, pretty much. She's like, yeah. little uh, what did scavenger she do with the hunt organs? for you. She takes each one and puts them in like a plastic uh, grocery bag, ties them up, puts them all in a bag. She scatters them kind of here, kind of there. Um, and this crime scene is just when investigators get there, they don't know any of this. So they still only have, you know, the bloody mattress and the head. And they're getting all this information. And I'm just thinking, as someone who was a law enforcement officer and went to these, not quite this, but would go to homicide scenes and all kinds of crazy stuff. Imagine getting the information from the detectives that like, oh yeah, there's organs all over the basement. Good luck finding them. <laughs> and every time you open a bag, there's like an arm or a lung or whatever. Oh. Yo. There's the bucket. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's just a black, and there black she uh, five gallon bucket. and Yes. Gosh, dude. Just a regular, looked. yep, get it at Home Depot. <laughs> so eventually they find his everything. They find all of his stuff, all of his body parts. The medical examiner does their investigation and they do determine that he, he died of the choking. So sure. luckily he was not conscious or present for anything that happened afterwards. Uh, so she's charged with first degree murder quite okay. obviously. Yeah. She's charged with mutilation of a corpse okay. and third degree sexual assault. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. which is kind of weird. Do you think it would be, I mean, maybe it's provided in Wisconsin law, but isn't there like a necrophilia charge that should probably be in there? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know I think that some states, um, and I only know this because my mom worked at a funeral home and the funeral home that she worked at had, you know, it was like a chain. And there was one of the chains of the same funeral home in, I want to say California. And um, this man was charged with having sex with the corpses. He was a body snatcher, you know, like, you know, the, you know, when we have a dead body, we call the body snatchers. Yeah. And the woman driving who was married with two kids would stand lookout why he would fuck these freshly dead corpse in the back of the van and they caught him on camera doing it and they caught her doing it and they had enough that that they arrested him but there was no necrophilia charge in california so they were charged with like tampering with a dead body okay that's disgusting yeah i mean that's dude, terrible bodies smell even when they're freshly dead they just kind of smell gray you know what i mean like <laughs> Almost I'll have to, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a musty, yeah, smell, wet smell. I wouldn't be able to get over that. I'd have to like Febreze them up. One day I'll have to cover Karen Green Greenley. I think that's her last sure. name. She was a necrophiliac that, sh that worked in a funeral home. So, which yeah, is you know, you people know. that work in funeral homes are always the part. They're always on brand. I feel mm, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're very weird, but I. I like the ones that I used to work with. So <laughs> I like weird people and weird things. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, that's why you're but, on a podcast with me on yeah. Tuesday nights. Thank God. So, uh, <laughs> go ahead. so Taylor goes to, uh, she goes to trial. Naturally, she tries to pull the whole insanity plea. She's got her father, who was the child rapist mm. that was in prison, remember from earlier. Um, he comes on, he's, he takes the stand and he talks about how Taylor was just all fucked up as a kid. Um, he thinks that she had like undiagnosed schizophrenia or bipolar or whatever the case may be. Her husband stands by her and writes a, a letter to the court saying that, you know, Shad provided her with meth and this wouldn't have happened. Basically blaming Shad for what happened. I mean, he yeah. says uh, he's not at fault, but then immediately says, well, he gave her meth, and when she's on meth, she's not herself. Sure. So you're essentially blaming Shad for for her dismembering Well, I mean, him. Shad shouldn't have been dressed the way he was. 
Yeah, he was asking for it. He was asking for it. And it's every dude's fantasy to be raped. Like, we know that. Um, <laughs> if he would have just said yes, it wouldn't have been a problem. Now, that's a str- <laughs> like, you know she's off a rocker because I feel like if I was her lawyer, I would be trying to go the way with, like, he was trying to rape her, and so she killed him in a crime of passion and then... You know. Well, she she kind of screwed herself because she was extremely honest with investigators and right. she was telling them up. that. Yeah. Yeah. She liked it. She she enjoyed <clears throat> doing it. Right. She tells them that multiple times. She says that, you know, at the end of one of the uh, in- interrogations, um, I know this is crass, but this is these are her words. She was like, you should check my panties like oh. she was having a good time killing him and dismembering. She him. was like wet. She was thoroughly enjoying it. Oh. And then she would turn around and say, well, I didn't mean to. (laughs) Yeah. In the worst way. Oh, my God. In the worst way. So while um, she's going through the trial process, she has a a lawyer, obviously. And from the beginning, she has problems with this guy. This all happened this year, too, by the way. Her trial was in... She was convicted in July, so this just happened. Um, but anyway, she had an issue because her attorney wanted to delay the trial, and right. she attacked him in court. Which yeah, I saw, can't really we, do we much. You played that video. You played that video on the Instagrams, and I thought that's yes. fucking crazy. Um, I'm surprised nobody has said uh, "head in a pot." That's some wet ass pussy. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's gone there yet, so I guess we don't have any wop uh, fans. I don't have any wop. That song fans is that song is more gross than <clears throat> the story that's going you on. You know, right uh, <laughs> sidetrack really fast. My bar, uh, we had this this uh, app for Jack. Uh, what, what do you call those? The uh, jukebox. We had a jukebox mm-hmm. app and it was free jukebox. And you went on this app and you could log in on this app and then you could choose whatever song you wanted. And this dude was, I, and I was like, hey, man, if, if like you'll go around and share this app with everybody, then everybody else can choose songs. So he ran around, grabbed everybody's phone, helped them download the app, and then put wet ass pussy. So, and then he left. And for you couldn't get it to stop. So for 13 songs straight, it was WAP playing through my bar. Awful. Did everybody stay and listen to? 13? No, I had to turn the jukebox thing down. I had to turn. Oh the, my the god! Music way down and let it just play out because I couldn't. It was brand new. I couldn't figure out how to get it to stop. What an <clears> asshole! <laughs> I, I know, dude. What an <laughs> asshole! Well played, though. Well played. That is funny. Um, so she gets sentenced to first, you know, first degree. How long does she get in the uh, in the prisons? Okay, so um, she hasn't been sentenced yet. She went okay. through her trial. The jury found her unanimously um, not. They she went for the insanity plea and they denied it. Right. Um, she was evaluated by, you know, courts like this psychiatrists, and she was found to be sane at the time of the um, of the offense. That was the main. That's like your only uh, defense at that point, really. After right. you've confessed and and the evidence is kind of like you you did it, um, that got denied. She was found competent to stand trial, so she went to trial, and you can see pretty much all of the proceedings on. Um, I watched it on Law and Crime. I'm sure you could probably watch it on Court TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had to switch attorneys halfway through and I'm just as I'm watching these videos I'm like oh I feel so bad for these attorneys because what the hell do you present like how do you work this case to defend this client yeah I mean there's what are you gonna do um so they go through the trial proceedings and it takes the jury less than an hour to deliberate and they come back with uh guilty verdict on all charges you know you suck when you get all of them yeah usually that's a win if you win everything in a lineup but this is not one of those cases no so she's she has been convicted of first degree murder um third degree sexual assault and mutilation of a corpse 
Right. And she will be sentenced. Her sentencing date is on September 26th, so it's coming up. Oh, very cool. And I'll make sure that I give an update on my Instagram when that happens. I will watch the proceeding and let everybody know what she gets. I'm assuming she's going to get life at least. There's no death penalty in Green Bay. That's a good question. Is there a death penalty in Wisconsin? I'm not sure. You can always fact check. Give me about five seconds. I'll find out. I'm going to say no, but I don't know. (laughs) Um, Man, so now I saw pictures of her smiling in the queer room. Did she smile a lot? She laughed and giggled the entire time from the time oh, she dude, was you interrogated the parents of of shad and you're sitting there one you know everybody's knowing that your kid did meth and is you know having some kinky sex and then you've got to listen to this i don't i as a parent i couldn't sit in the same room and listen to her talk about sucking and sawing and laughing and giggling through the trial i would fucking murder her with a pen or something i mean it's not yeah it's not it's a very undignified way to die and the things that she did to him afterwards were unspeakable and disgusting and evil um meth or not (laughs) yes thank you i knew i was gonna forget to make this joke his capital was detained yeah his (laughs) capital was (laughs) detained from his head Uh, his capital got detained from his head Yes. Great office reference. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. I think it's bad enough if your child is is harmed in any way, let alone murdered. And then on top of that, the way that she treated his body afterwards is just absolutely disgusting. That is and terrible. I don't think she has any remorse. She says in the interrogations that she didn't mean for it to happen. It wasn't her intention. Whatever. She meant your business. When it, yeah, she meant she business. When it got down to she business, she was there. Uh, yeah. She's a cut above the rest. Uh, <laughs> we've come to the part of the show where we'd like to acknowledge some of the fans in the chats. Going forward, if you go and follow uh, Jay Rama, what is the uh, handle to your Instagram now? It's true crime drama, one word, and it's J R A M A. Yeah, true crime, J-Rama, all one word. And uh, if you want, you can nominate somebody for a shout-out. Uh, it's free. You just leave her a DM there and say who you want to shout-out and why. Uh, but also, uh, towards you know, because it's the end of the show, it's the witching hour, I, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, Jay Keefe 12 from One More and I'm Out of Here podcast. Tactic Cool Dude is in the house. Will Cray always being here. We've got Being Before the Veil super live in the chats today. We appreciate that. I believe Being Before the Veil is a guy I had coffee with today um, who will be coming on Night Shift, top secret information for an episode all about orbs and aligning yourself with uh, celestial stars. I mean, listen, I'm a novice when it comes to this stuff. That's why I have these people on so I can learn about it. So I don't really know. But uh, fascinating things that he's into, tracking the stars and all sorts of things. He knows everything that's going on in space right now these days. And, of course, all the, uh, the orbs and things. So um, that'll be the, the last episode of Night Shift Top Secret Information was a man by the name of Jimmy Toro who survived a satanic cult. So Anthony Ramonde and myself were able to interview him and see what it was like to survive a satanic cult. So if you, you're into weird conspiracies and things like that, please head over to the podcast called Night Shift, all one word. Uh, top secret information. Night Shift, one word, and then top secret information. You'll see a picture of Anthony Ramondi and myself somewhere down in there. It's a brand new show, so it's kind of hard to find on the algorithms. That's why we need you to give all of these shows, Anti-Hero Podcast, Getting a Grip on Things, Failure to Stop, all of these podcasts, we need a five-star rating and review. It's free to do that. We provide five to six free shows every single week. Head over and please give those shows a five-star rating and review and give them a listen to bump us up on the algorithms and put us on the charts. Marine's Bloodbath was nice and lively in the chats today. Michael Hendricks, by the way, Marine Gore Bloodbath, we talked today on tomorrow's episode because I have a very important meeting that could change the game for all of us tomorrow. Um 
And I hope to have more on that this week. But Marines Bloodbath, we talked about a, a Marine that, that came out and was talking about how they were forced to clean up human shit before leaving Kabul. And, uh, you know, just, you know, what an abomination all of this has been with the current administration. I, they just can't get anything right. Uh, Hawaii, uh, even talking about Hawaii, showing up to Hawaii. Um, and then, and then we have the, the comments made about nine 11, um, from Biden. Uh, we've got the, the mishap in Vietnam going on. So we talk about all of that on tomorrow's show. Uh, Will Cray, I've already said was in there. Catherine Smith is new in the chats. I haven't seen Catherine Smith before or Joseph Kazak. Uh, we really appreciate both of you guys. They're saying that there is no death penalty in the Green Bay area. Thank you for that. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Good to see you, Corn Pop. Listen, Corn Pop, we're a bad dude. Were you in uh, Tim Pool's live chat last night? If you were, I think I saw you in there. Uh, it's really cool. We will be seeing Tim Pool on Thursday at 1 o'clock. We'll be up at the Tim Pool compound this Thursday, so we're really excited about that. Uh, Michael Hendricks, I think I mentioned you already. Um, and if I miss out on, any, on anybody else, especially you new folks, uh, I apologize. But I do want to oh, Captain Micah. Thank you guys all so much for being um, a part of this tonight. We've had a, an awesome time. Uh, Jay Rama, what else do we have coming up in the future? I know you and I are going to be live maybe together on Tuesday. Together, yes. together, <laughs> forever, forever. Hey, you don't have one of those yep. like choke, choke collars and a paint bucket, do you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, I can get one. Hey, you got any math? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I'm excited to, to, uh, to see uh, the stuff that you're producing down there for Anti-Hero Podcast. Meet all the fellas down there, Brent and the first, uh, the, uh, first Responder Coffee Company guys and we're going to meet the ghost oh, yeah. bed guys. So really big week. So you want to follow us on the social media webs so you can follow us. Also coming up, guys, here we go. This is the big news. We are putting together a podcast, a Rama cruise for 2024. It's looking like August 2024. We're going to try to lock down this cruise. I'm trying to get some really big other podcast guests to be on this cruise with us. Um, right now, it looks like it's going to be a carnival cruise. There will be different podcast hosts hosting live events each night. It'll be a four-night cruise, and everybody's getting a huge first responder discount because it is going to be a first responder-friendly uh, cruise. If you want to get on that cruise, I think it's a $50 deposit and it's going to be within the next 60 days. And then I believe we're going to try to get it down to if you want a room with a balcony, I think it's like 1200 bucks and that's with the drink package. Um, and I think there's like rooms without the balcony for like 900 for the four days. Um, still with a drink package. So it's going to be a very affordable cruise and that goes per room, not per person. So, uh, yes, it'll be much like the Titanic cruise as Corn Pop in the chat. No. So if you want to be on a cruise with us, a four-day cruise with all the podcast people and hanging out, and of course, I'm going to try to lock down one or two big celebrities to go on this cruise with us. Um, you know, we'll be announcing that come Monday. We also have a meetup coming up in the fall. But again, a lot's riding on the news that we're going to get tomorrow. You know, hopefully the news is good news. Uh, hopefully it's some news, um, but it, it's going to be pretty fresh. And if that happens, you know, we'll have a pretty significant meetup in the uh, in the fall here. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, that's all I have for tonight. You got anything else there, J Rama? Um, if you are on the Patreon, um, John and I did a little variety hour oh, yeah. today. Oh, yeah. How was that? So it was a lot of fun. It's hilarious. It's lighthearted. We do games, story time. So if you are part of the Patreon and you want me to read your stories, like oh. you don't have to be a first responder, but please e email them to me. My email yes. is true crime drama, just like my Instagram handle at gmail.com. Nice. True crime J drama. Yes at gmail.com gmail that is yes. super cool yeah because john is the funniest dude on the network by far we're going to start <laughs> moving him into some funnier roles try to get him doing some stand-up or something because that dude is off the rails funny uh he's got he's hilarious he is hilarious we, i'm so glad i'm gonna have to go listen to that yeah we did a um mad lib where we like had like a script and he gave me all of the filler words and we just read it to each other oh, we barely funny. got through it it was so funny 
You know what? That's what I love about the Patreon account is you can just get on there and just not give a fuck. You can say whatever Mm -hmm. you want. You're under the paywall. It's only for the diehard fans. I just did a uh, T-Bones with Tansy with Lazaro Lopez. Got to learn all about Lazaro and his mother and all the things. And I, you know, I really enjoy all the content. Jay Keefe's got some firefighter content on there. There's some correction officers content on there. There's a lot of extra content. So become a member of our Patreon account today. Plus it supports this show, keeps all the lights on, keeps everybody getting paid uh yeah man thank you for bringing that up until next time guys wait a minute hold on hold on hold on this isn't about me this isn't my show how do we take <laughs> this thing out i'm gonna say thank you oh. thanks for showing up every week i know that um i kind of showed up out of nowhere and i appreciate everyone being so welcoming and i'm excited to keep bringing you these stories every week yeah. so until next time stay safe stay strange and whatever you do Don't get yourself true crimed.